It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. It's a spicy London uh, afternoon. I hope you're keeping well. My name is Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by this man, Mr. Luke Moore. Hello, Luke Moore. Hello, and welcome to a podcast that is definitively not sponsored by Nalgene. No, it's not sponsored by anything. <laughs> or it might be. I don't know. Yeah, Find knows. out in the advert. That's something Nalgene are not biting, are they? They're not biting, mate. <laughs> well, you sent me towards the uh, the wholesome Nalgene uh, Instagram page, and uh, I'm not having it. It's all a bit rustic for me. Yeah, it's kind of a bit outdoorsy. I think if you're not really mm. someone who likes getting out there, then you wouldn't like it. There'd be nothing there for you. But it's all about like you know, beautiful sunsets, tr- hiking on trails, all that good mm. stuff. And I just want them to open the door to their hearts and let me in, but they won't. So fuck yeah. them. Well, you would give. <laughs> Well, you were giving the big licks things, you know, zero plastic, you know, zero plastic future. This is what Nalgene stands for. And I said, I mean, they're purely in the plastic game, Luke. I mean, that, that's exactly what they're, Not purely. they're producing more plastic. Yeah, well, all right. Some of, maybe some of the accoutrements and maybe metal. But um, I mean, they're, make, they're definitely more making plas- more plastic than they're uh, not making. <laughs> Yeah, but it's kind of a different type of thing. We've had this conversation yeah. before, Peter. You know what you know. You know yeah. what you're doing here. I know what you're you doing. know what you're doing. But then, uh, but I just think it's a bit rich for them to say zero plastic. Or you know, th- their idea is by using an algae, you're going to use less disposable plastic. I understand that, but ultimately, you've created more plastic there, haven't you? So mm. it's a bit bloody rich. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. <laughs> you 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 are yeah. you are in you are in broiled in a years long cold war with Nalgene. and yeah. um, I, I don't think there's any winners to be honest. But if there, what, there, yeah, if, if, your, there if there is a winner, it's Nalgene. What is your dirty? You know, what has your dirty little cozy relationship got you? More, more <laughs> Nalgene bottles? Fuck off! They've got they've got you nothing. They've got I'll, you I'll, nothing. Where's where's your where's your Iran non proliferation pact? <laughs> Where's your Paris Climate Accord? You've got fuck oh. all to show for it, mate. You've made a fool of yourself. Why isn't Luke in the meeting again this week? He's sidling up to big Nalgene. He's got no time. <laughs> He's got no time for you lot. What's been new? What's oh, going on? How's your weekend, Peter? Good, good. Um, I, um, for various reasons, had to buy something uh, that was over £2,000. Not, nothing from Maplins, no. I had to buy something that was over £2,000. Now, 
um, it's, it's literally not important or pertinent to know what it is. Uh, it was nothing illegal or problematic, um, uh, but it's but it's my business. And um, <laughs> what I did was uh, instead of putting the two thousand plus two thousand four hundred pounds into my <laughs> into the account of the person who I was buying the thing off, I instead opted to put the £2,400 into like an account and sort code number that I have no idea who it is. I just uh. gifted someone like some kind of benevolent uh, postcode lottery. I've just put £2,000 in a random person's account uh, and now I'm trying to get it back and it's it's proving rather difficult, Luke, and I don't really know uh. what to do. Yeah, so I, when I used to work at the um, at the bank you would you must be you must be pretty unlucky there because generally speaking if you get like a digit out on the sort code or the account number it just gets rejected but sometimes mm. it can go to like a holding account or something and it can get lost in the system or sometimes it just appears in someone's bank account right so what who who do you bank with I bank with well, it's it's a Monzo account, so it's it's one of those ah, newfangled, newfangled kind of newfangled. So yeah, so it's it's kind of like um, I've I mean the problem is I've sent I don't know what the company is that I've I think it's a company, and I think I've sent that money to the company, but I've sent money to them before. I've sent thirty pounds to them before, but I don't know what the thirty pounds was for. And now I don't know what the two, and I don't know what what they are, where they're based, who to talk to. I'm in a world of pain, uh, but don't worry, guys. I've gotten in contact with uh, Monzo's um, uh, pretty decent, usually uh, customer support, and they're doing all they can. Um, so I don't need any financial advice. I do believe there are rules about you know you're allowed if you don't get it back within twenty days um, without a good reason. It's 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 illegal to keep money that you're not allowed. You're not entitled to, uh, but. At this point in proceedings, I'm a little concerned. I'm sure I'll have an update yeah. uh, next week on on it on it. But uh, I don't it's, think you it's, should it's, be. It's really. suboptimal. Yeah, but that. the thing is, Pete, I don't want to come across as harsh here, and I am very much the bad guy of well, every mm. podcast I do, I think. But mm. I don't think that you should get the money back. I think it should be a lesson. Of, of, of what exactly? What, well, don't do it again. The... Next time you want to transfer some money, you'll be a little bit more careful. I just think they need to. I've, I mean, I've made many transfers in my life, and I've never got one wrong once. Yes, it was very much my fault. I, mean, I, I can't complain. Cannot complain, but I am mm. complaining. I'm, I'm very upset. So, it's, yeah. It's, do it's, you know it's, what it's, it is? It's quite anxiety-inducing, isn't it? It is. It just yeah. it just makes me think. Well, like, if I can do that, I could probably kill a man. I reckon <laughs> by accident, but kill the wrong man. Yeah, I'll kill the wrong <laughs> man. I'll, yeah. I'll go out and kill, try and kill someone, and then I'll end up um, ending the, the the stinking life of someone else. Um, so yeah, it's not been a vintage weekend for me. How are yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, mine's been mine's been okay. I don't think I've lost any money inadvertently. I was no. out I was outside quite a bit. Went running, went for a walk, did some all right stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been okay. Um, we also, nice. I mean, this is very boring even for me. But we uh, treated uh, the worktop in the kitchen. So the kitchen has been a bit of a no-go area the last couple of days. But thankfully, we're going to be able to get back in there today. Uh, so that's pretty you, the highlight of my of my weekend, you really. To, did you take it for an ice cream? How do you treat a worktop? Yeah, treat it. Yeah, she's been very well behaved. So, yeah, mm. have, a, have a cool yeah. dish. <laughs> so, you, so you just took it out and it just, it just, it just 
So it's so treated it as in like um, put a bit. So of you sand, you clean it, you sand it down, you put like oil on it, and then you got to wait for it to dry, and you put another kind of load of stuff on it, and then you can only use it very lightly, and then it's just it's just you've got to look after it because it's it's solid wood, so you have to. Otherwise, it just Sounds falls like into disrepair, fat. basically. But How Peter, the 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 um the story that took my eye this weekend that I really wanted to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> have you seen? You might have seen this already, but have you seen a Twitch viewer? Uh, you know, right. viewer of the video game platform uh, mm. Twitch is suing um, Twitch, which I believe is owned by Amazon, isn't it? Uh, oh, I don't actually know who owns. I think it yeah, is probably um, because he said that. I mean, this just imagine the type of person we're dealing with here, right? Mm. He's suing Twitch because he argues that female streamers are too sexy. So he is a mm. felt compelled to use a flashlight that has chafed his penis. B has bloodshot eyes from ogling too much, and C <laughs> C short. This is the best one. Short circuited his monitor by ejaculating on it. <laughs> the plaintiff did, once yes. ejaculated on his PC monitor, causing a short circuit and small fire within the electrical system of his gaming rig and caused his apartment to black out temporarily. Look, if we're going to go down that route, I would, um, you know, I would love this to get to court where a, a, an engineering expert has to isolate um, the contact points in which the monitors are somehow short circuited. Because I don't see how that can realistically happen. It's everything's a powerful closed spunk. up. Ev- everything's electrically shielded. Um, yeah, I don't buy it. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't buy the, uh, the the short circuiting. Fine, you've overused a flashlight, mate. Good on you. But yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it's really the responsibility. So, Pete, of, if you uh, were Twitch. the lawyer hired by Twitch to defend this case, that's your first port of call, is it? Right. Let's talk about the housing of the, the electronics. Electrical... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's probably a good place that's, to start, actually. That's definitely where I'd start because I mean, I mean, a, it's ridiculous. B, <laughs> I mean, this man is—it's the sort of story you hear about in uh, America where a man has decided to sue his parents for, I don't know them not being sexy enough or something like something mad like that you know you know like uh leave it the florida men doing Do you want to hear this business. Do you want to hear another one the plaintiff often stays up for hours staring at the breasts of girl streamers <laughs> which which ends up damaging his retina and making his eyes bloodshot for days. Eye drops do nothing to hide his shame from his parents, and he is often questioned by people he comes into contact with as to why his eyes are so bloodshot and red, which leads to further embarrassment and isolation. That's um, I'd be asking the same questions about uh, Michael Jordan in the uh, Michael Jordan documentary. It looks like he's been doing a lot of that. That's cigars ogling, and whiskey, though, isn't it? Ogling the breasts. It's <laughs> ogling those streamers. sweet baskets. He's, those he's sweet been, three oh, pointers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been concentrating on the uh, on the backboard. On the, on the on, yeah, he's been concentrating on the net too much. Yeah. That's why his eyes are all bloodshot. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say that uh, t- t- for legal reasons that Michael Jordan is nothing to do with this case? Unless he's like a star witness, like a surprise witness. And what a surprise yeah. that would be. One of sports only billionaires. Let's not take him on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, listen, Pete, What? What? Um, why have you been um, abusing your flashlight so much? That's what I want to know. I don't know, man. Like, do, you think just... the, do you think that the, this guy is so, this man in question is so sexually powerful that he's ejaculating with such speed and and weight that it's it's basically smashed through the screen of the monitor. I mean, I, I would say that um, 
the roles between the Luke and the Pete this week have definitely reversed with that kind of uh, that kind of sentence. But um, I'm trying to find the subjects you're interested in, mate. I would argue that um, I mean a flashlight is just basically it's it's a flashlight with a a silicon mouth uh, or vagina, I guess, um, that you fill with uh, lubricant and pound away. Um, <laughs> what, he's probably doing more damage to himself by just constantly pound, like hitting him. He's effectively hitting his crotch with, yeah. uh, you know, like a, like a plastic tube. So I would, yeah. I would argue that side of things rather than the chafing. The chafing, quite frankly, that's between him and his choice of lube. He's clearly chosen an incorrect lube, and that's not for that. That's not Twitch's fault. You can't you yeah. can't pin that on Twitch. Yeah, if, and the thing if you're listening, mate, um, just yeah, get in touch, and, and Pete can offer some advice. Although you probably won't be listening because there's not enough sweet ladies on the show for you. No, no, exactly. <laughs> Try, have you ever thought of thermal paste? So yeah, <laughs> terrible, terrible version. Amazing story, Pete. The other thing I've got just to clear up in terms of admin um, mm. after last week's shows is that after our chat about. Um, the genius piece of work in our own minds, because we haven't rewatched it, uh, of the 1996 disaster movie Twister, the Bill Paxton, mm. the, the late great Bill Paxton's uh, celebrated Hollywood blockbuster vehicle. Um, it's crazy because on the 25th of June, which by my calculations is Thursday, so the day we put out um, Thursday's show, the, the news was a buzz that there is a remake in the works and it's going to be produced by the guy who produced Back to the Future. Oh, well, that's just confusing, isn't it? <laughs> How good is that? We didn't even know that, did we? No, no, we really didn't. Oh, well, never mind. We'll... So there's no actor attached to it yet, um, but there's someone being... The, uh, the guy who's just um, directed the new Top Gun movie is being um, chatted to with a view to direct it and there's no cast or anything. But, I mean, right. uh, is it, does I it need get... to be done? I always get Bill Paxton mixed up with Bill Pullman. Yeah, one Bill Pullman's the uh, president in Independence Day. Yes, and very yeah. much alive. He's also in the Sinner at the moment. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot about that. What's that like? First season good. Next two seasons, not a clue. I haven't watched them. <laughs> right, okay. Because the reason I ask is because it keeps coming up. A couple of people have recommended it to me. But uh, Mimi and I are currently um, in the middle of the the third and final season of Dark, which is right, okay. honestly so good. I mean, the only thing that could make it better for me, the only thing that would make it sort of more enjoyable for me is the ability to understand what's happening. Other than that, <laughs> it's flawless, really. Absolutely flawless. Yeah, um, yeah I've, got, I've, got, I've got nothing to add on that, to be honest, because I, I haven't watched any of that. Do you like a subtitled uh, weird time and space drama? Mm, it's the space bit um, that, that, that worries me. You, you, usually, you trick me into watching something that no, suddenly we're in space and there's like... no, they're not in space. I mean, it's just like okay. um, it's just like different dimensions and stuff, basically. No. But the, the, the thing, the thing I find interesting about Dark is that so and I know you've got no interest in this, so just bear with me very, very briefly before we go to a break. Is that so? When you think about time travel, Pete, you think that oh yeah, but if I go back to the past i'll muck something up or whatever or if i go back it kind of it kind of breaks the um the continuum the, the other kind of grandfather paradox yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah but um in, it, yeah but in this um 
in this series, they kind of deal with it in a really interesting way. I don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it or for you, but they deal with it in a pretty interesting way that kind of does make sense. It's really, really right. weird. It's an amazing achievement of screenwriting, if nothing else. Honestly, it's so, so well done. Is it every time somebody does something, they go, right, nobody do anything different <laughs> no than move. what they were already going to be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one move. Seriously, not... no one move, right? I will not be. <laughs> there's, there's now seven people at the dinner table instead of six. Doesn't mean you can't have the beef. Just carry on as you were normally. <laughs> do not respond to any of the questions. That's what happens. Yeah, That's mate. what it's like every episode. Uh, I, I give. Uh, I also give. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, I may destroy you. I'm at a, uh, the, the, I've the, heard the, good things thought, about that as well. I've heard good things about that. It is very good. Um, but I thought it was. Uh, we thought it was like a, a six parter because we always assume because um, British stuff is always six six episodes and that's all you get. But I think because it was funded by outside sources, uh, you got a few more episodes. So it ends in in my mind in a really weird way, and I was like, oh, this is weird. Um, to end here, but it turns out there's six more episodes. So I am very pleased with that. And Michaela yeah, Amer- American, talented. American um, kind of uh, dramas are absolutely relentless with the episode numbers. Mimi's watching yeah. um, Desperate Housewives at the moment. That's eight seasons, oh 180 episodes. Oh, it, it, all that, Sex in the City, all those ones, just, just like 40 episodes per season. Endless. But we I don't can know talk about the episodes managed... we've done on our shows. Well, I'm at, yeah, but we don't have to put post-it notes on the wall with, you know, prop devices and stuff. It's crazy. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe we yeah, should. Then we know what we've talked about. Um, should, we have, should we have a quick break and then come back and, um, and do some emails and some good stuff like that? All right, then. All right, we'll be back in a little minute. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Join me, Pete Donaldson, and Japan-based YouTuber Chris Broad every Wednesday as we offer the lowdown on what's happening in one of the most unique and exciting countries in the world. The Abroad in Japan podcast is home to all things Japan, from things to do... So today we've come to you guys with 12 places in Japan that nobody knows about. To the bizarre... When I moved into my new apartment last year, the police guy came to my door, mm. knocked on my door, I opened it, it was a policeman, and he said to me, in English, I am Japanese policeman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best introduction you could possibly do as a Japanese policeman. <laughs> to the downright filthy. And for those of you who don't know what a Tenga is, Pete and I did discuss how to describe it best before doing the podcast and I'll let Pete describe what a Tenga is. What is it, Pete? It's a solo male silicon-based ordinanist's aid, so to speak. Brilliant. New episodes every single Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Abroad in Japan is a Stakhanov production. We're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm stifling a little uh, puppy burp. Uh, so Luke, can you take over? <laughs> Yeah, of course I will. Before the break, oh, yeah. we talk- <laughs> don't just do it on air. If, you, if, if you're <laughs> going to stifle it, stifle it, my man. Oh, that was the after. That was the after. Mute your channel. Mute your channel. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let me show what it sounds like when you mute a channel. Ah, ah, back again. There you go. It works. It <laughs> there works. Go, works. Example of the tech. System works. Um, before the break, we did promise you the other side that we would do some emails to get in touch we with us. We promised you nothing. <laughs> yeah, Fuck it wasn't a promise. It was kind of more of a suggestion. Uh, to get in touch, the email address is hello at com. You email it in your droves. We thank you for it every single waking moment of our lives. We're very grateful. So please never stop because we'll lose our sense of validation, won't we, Pete? Yes, and where'd you get your validation from, Pete? Uh, the Lord and uh, <laughs> the inventor of the Scouts, Lord Baden Powell. What, Michael Flatley and, Bo- and Michael Robert Baden Powell. <laughs> Michael Flatley. Imagine that his uh, his books were apparently a pretty decent read. Remember that was kicking around Twitter for a little while. His weird Who? kind of like uh, Michael Flatley. Um, he he thinks he's some kind of. Um, I think he might think he's a he's a god on on earth. I think you might think he's he's God's representative on Earth. Oh, he's one of those. He's done the old David Icke. No, no, I, he's he just he's just so full of himself and full of ego. He's uh, he genuinely thinks he's the Lord of the everything. Never mind just the dance. Well, start off start off on the dance and then start off on the dance. Build out, you know, <laughs> the Lord of the dance to start with, and then that's your that's your stepping stone. That's your platform then. But old, old Flatley is a bit of an interesting character because he's astonishingly wealthy, as I'm sure we all know um, mm-hmm. by now. But he's he's also got some weird things in his um, weird things in his kind of locker. One is that he um, in 2015 he was granted his own coat of arms by Ireland's right. chief herald, 
I don't know what that is. Right, okay. But um, so he's got That's his own right. coat of arms. That strikes me as something, as something you could just probably just do, couldn't you? Yeah, is that not just like buying a bit of moon rock or a or a bit of um a, a bit of land somewhere like that? You know, the yeah, the lord of this piece of land. Or I've named a star after you because I forgot our anniversary type thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the other thing that's uh, interesting about um Michael Flatley is that back in January 2017, when nobody, and I do mean nobody, would be uh would would play Trump's inauguration, big uh, big Flatter's got involved. Oh, he did. Was he up there? Was he? I, did, I, I think, don't even remember him doing that. I think ah. his I think his um his troop uh, performed at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, there you go. And he's Very also started funny. writing, directing, and 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 starring in his own um movies as well. So, <laughs> what a great I'm sure lad! They're a great watch. I'm I'm sure they are a fantastic watch. So, is this a man that you're supposed to be? I mean, should you be seeking validation from Michael Flatley? Are you happy with that? Well, he seemed he 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 certainly, according to his um, autobiography, is he's he's bedded a lot of women. Woman, <laughs> bedded a lot of women. Who says bedded now? a lot of women? Uh, the the newspapers. Um, they go for rumps and they uh, they bed people. They, if they, you if you do. if you have sex with someone but it's not in a bed, does it still count as bedded? <laughs> if it's a well, if it's a mattress on some waste ground. <laughs> Where all my sexual conquests does, take place. Does that count? Does that count? Yeah. What's that? Is that two men over there stripped to the waist fighting? This is waste ground. What do you expect? Exactly. What else are you going? Where's the where? When you think of waste ground, what waste ground do you think of? I think of the waste ground near the Hartlepool train station, near the um, near the Pizza Hut, but behind the Mecca Bingo. My, so mine is mine is similar. I think of the Fratton Goods Yard behind right, Fratton okay. Park. So kind of between Fratton Train Station and Fratton Park. But I'll tell you what, I'll I'll, um, I'll I'll amp that up. The top three things that I associate with waste ground: one, two men fighting with their tops off; yeah, two, um, a discarded, discoloured mattress; mm-hmm. and three. Um, Four homeless men with beards and fingerless gloves around a barrel with a fire in it. That's from a film. No, you've never seen that in real life. You've never seen someone warming their hands by a barrel. That's never happened. It doesn't happen in real life, does it? It's mad. It doesn't happen in real life. It's it's, it's no. silly. Food. No, I, th- I think I think what are the main, what are, that's a really good topic of conversation actually, and we should ask our listeners to email in about this. What are the things that always you see in films, but that never happen in real life? Right, mm. it's almost like a it's almost like a version of the um, the tabloid language that you alluded to there, Pete, about nookie and romping. Those kind of words don't exist in real life. What are the scenes that happen in movies that don't happen in real life? One is definitely that you don't ever see that, in, certainly not in the UK. Um, no, barrels I mean, of if you, fire. If you, no, you, you might. I think I may have seen it in um, Los Angeles, but I might be just. They've got a massive homeless problem, and maybe I might have just imagined that there was a barrel involved. You see, uh, my two big ones are um, nobody seems to sleep with the curtains drawn. It's, it's always too bright in the house in their house um, yeah. when they sleep, and also everyone's headrests in cars are always removed for ease of use of. For oh, I've never noticed that before. They just never have headrests because just simply because um, you need to see the actors, don't you? Because they were yeah. shoots on the back. That's a good point. The on the mm. um on the curtains drawn thing, that's a popular one, isn't it? That people talk about. But the problem mm. is, if you 
you can't shoot a film where like several of the scenes are just pitch black. No, but like you can be selective. You can just you can just do it better. Like some of them, it looks like bloody daytime. It's ridiculous. What's wrong with you people? My my big thing, my big thing that happens in films all the time, it doesn't happen in real life. Is just the weird concept of of time. And what I mean by that is, if there's some kind of thing happening where they need to do something by a certain time, and there's a timer involved, and so the timer's on forty five seconds, right? Mm. And if it gets to zero, it's going to explode something. The sheer length of 45 seconds in a movie is absolutely ridiculous. Now, right. I've worked in live radio. I know how long 45 seconds is, right? I know how long I've got to do something. Sometimes you, you'll see 45 seconds, 44, 43, cut to another scene. Loads of stuff happens. Cut back, 39, 38. It doesn't happen. And another thing that really annoys me, which you don't really see so much these days, this is more of a 90s thing, is when like someone is transferring something online, whether it be money mm. or data or whatever, mm. right? To me, particularly when it comes to money, right? Presumably, money doesn't go up in dollars on a on a on a like. Oh, as you found out to your to your detriment, exactly. Earlier, it, it didn't go. Woo. It happens. It didn't instantly, go like right? out of my account. Yeah, it, there wasn't like an adorable animated gif of the money flying out of my account into theirs. Although it may have um, calmed me down a little bit when I realised what I'd done. But yeah, you're right. Like anything, any, but any, any hacker space kind of um, made up graphical user interfaces that are neither Unix or Linux or Windows mm. or Mac. Nothing ever looks like the thing that it's supposed to be. And I no. think it's licensing issues. I think they would either have to pay or be paid to feature their um, uh, products. There's a great sort of YouTube video about um, this, the um, cigarette brands that everyone uses. Uh, and obviously the, the same newspaper that everyone uses that's got very generic information in it and and, and, and like soda brands and stuff um, that, that, that everyone uses. Um, another one for me is uh, just general drink, drink driving. Everyone drink drives all the time. No, you just described America there. Um, <laughs> the, the, the Hollywood dialing code, 555, that's always five, used. Five, five. But Pete, I was just going to say, with your accidental £2,400 transfer, it's not like you mm. realised like three seconds later and stopped it and they went, oh, you transferred £1,600 there. Lucky you 16, stopped it. Yeah, yeah, It happens yeah, yeah, in one yeah, yeah. go. That's just how it is. <laughs> anyway, um, emails. We did promise emails at some point. Yeah. So hello at LukeAndPeteShow.com. Pete, have you got one ready or would you like me to go first? I've got one. I've Great, got one from go Stefan. Shall I go over Stefan's one? Go for it. Uh, listen from the very beginning, but first time contributing something that's hopefully interesting. I was listening to your Monday episode a couple of days ago. Dig it. Uh, you brought up the Europe versus Asia glass discussion, which led into talk of QI. This reminded me of a topic the QI elves recently covered on their podcast. No such thing as a fish. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Up there with the Luke and Pete show when it comes to quality listening. The topic in question was mirrors. Not strictly related to your glass chat, but an interesting aside. While glass was widely used in Europe, mirrors were very much rarer during the early modern period. Mirrors were made exclusively in Venice for hundreds of years, with no one else knowing the techniques involved. Um, so they completely monopolized uh, the market. Can you imagine not having access to a mirror and then having a mirror? I mean, it would be like the greatest 4K gargantuan television you've ever heard of and you've ever you've ever seen in your life like going from not seeing mirrors to mirrors like it would must be the the, the thing your house had to have a small mirror did we get an email from dan about this very like last week as well but about about glass and not mirrors but about the venetians kind of aspect to it 
Mm. Well, so it goes on. It, it, it was a small Venetian island, Murano, where the uh, glass blowers lived and the mirrors were made. Um, the mirrors were very expensive at this time, costing as much as a, a naval ship. Uh, so determined were they to get these trade secrets that uh, in uh, 1547, this I think adds to the story before, uh, the Venetian mm. government sent assassins to kill two mirror makers who would travel to Germany to sell their wares. They would even hold workers' families hostage if they left the island to ensure that they would return. This all fell apart uh, in 1665 when France borrowed some of the mirror makers, though they were still not allowed to watch them work, so they did what any reasonable country would do and, and kidnapped the workers' families so the Venetians didn't have a hold on them. France oh. went on to build a large hall of mirrors and the um, Venetian mirror ma- uh, market collapsed. However, during this, all of the um, poor mirror makers did go insane because of all of the um, mercury poisoning. So there we go. Yeah, I can, I can believe that. I think, I think also one thing to take away from that is um, that if I was in charge of a 16th century Central European government of some kind, I Mm. would be sending out assassins probably every day. Left, right and centre, yeah. It would just be one of the best parts of the job. Well, you'd be training them up and then you'd be like sending an assassin out on a job and then you'd realise, oh, now that assassin knows too much. He's getting assassinated. And then Mm. you've basically just made uh, an inter-assassin community civil war there uh, in many ways. Um, I think I think so the, the existence, the first discovery <clears throat> and subsequent early existence of mirrors would be an amazing thing, wouldn't it? Because what other opportunity would people have had to look at themselves other than just some posh sod doing a drawing of them? <laughs> or um, looking into a sea. What if you weren't near a sea or a, or a, or a bowl of water? Surely a still pond would be better than a sea. A still pond, I imagine, yeah. yeah. A, wouldn't it be a, amazing a... for the first time being like, whoa, that's actually what I look like? Well, that, that would give, imagine, that would like give people clarity. an amazing sense of their own self. Well, apparently, according to Stefan, he just got on the email saying that the Romans did have mirrors well before the Venetians, but the technology was lost during the Dark Ages. How do you forget that? Huh. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots. But the problem is, Pete, in 2020, none of us, I mean, you're a bit more technically minded than me, to say the least, but none of us really know how anything works. If someone came from a different world and you mm. showed them around your house and they said, oh, this, that's brilliant. How, how does that work? And it could be anything. It could, be, it could even be just a radiator. How does that work? I would have to say yeah. to them, at some point, water is heated into those tubes and it yeah. makes the house warmer, and they would just ask one more question, and that would be me out of my depth. Yeah, I'd have that. So yeah, knowledge big, gets lost all the time, is what I'm saying. The big tech uh, news this week, um, possibly one of the most uh, important uh, tech uh, changeovers in, in, in modern computing. I'm not overselling it, I don't think, when I say that. Um, the Mac, the humble Apple Mac, uh, they're going to be moving away from Intel processors to their own processors. Uh, in in, huh. a, in an iPhone, you've got a processor that's made by Apple, uh, ARM, uh, I believe it's called. Yeah, I didn't know they um, used Intel but, processors. I thought that was like a Microsoft thing. No, 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 no. No, every, everything uses Intel uh, processors hmm. or uh, or AMD. Um, so, the but the Mac uh, has decided, because the iPhone and the iPads, all of the new um, sort of mobile stuff, it, it's so um, quick uh, to do all of its calculations at very very low voltages, um, they can they're, they're they're moving everything over to um, they're going to be using the same chips in the MacBooks and the Macs and stuff like that, um, right. which is going to mean and I 
and I am almost certain this is going to happen. Nothing is going to work for about five years that you want to use on your Mac. Oh, <laughs> I've decided. None of your. You think the USB, they've provided developers with little boxes that allow them to become familiar with the new programming for ARM architecture. And I'm sure a lot of developers are across it. But yeah, I just know that every legacy piece of uh, technology you've used in the last 20 years on your Mac will not work on <laughs> your new ARM processor enabled uh, Mac. I When's this happening? Frightened. It were, I presume the next Mac that comes out will be um, an ARM processor Mac. A Mac. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. Uh, I'm scared. There's going to be new stories about it in the next three months, and, and we're all going to be fucked. Why have they done be it? Like, they've done it because uh, the Intel um, processors weren't um, becoming more powerful quick enough, and they were drawing too much energy, uh, whereas the Apple processors are smaller. Um, they don't have to be actively cooled quite so much. Uh, i.e. with fans so they can be smaller battery um uh, batteries in macbooks would last longer um it's all good it's all good stuff but it just means that software people are going to take a long time to get all of their shit all of their ducks in a row and i'm looking at this computer that i'm using right now and i'm going to go this the next iteration of this computer is going to be a shit show it's going to be your 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 granddad watching jurassic park and saying this is going to be a bloodbath yeah, it's could we? Is it, is it is it too late to do one of the following? A, go to a cave beneath a nuclear power plant in the fictional German town of Winden and go back in time and stop it. Two, yeah. hire a couple of Venetian assassins to kill them before <laughs> they do it. <laughs> to kill the, the the people in charge of Apple. Well, look, that's two options. Uh, if anyone's yeah. got any other ideas of how we can uh, just get the ball uh, rolling prevent, here, prevent this terrible thing from happening. Or possibly excellent thing from happening. Uh, yeah, do let us know. Hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. Yeah, and we'll be back on <laughs> Thursday with your some of your suggested answers. Uh, and possibly, Pete, is it unfair of me to say corrections to that story you've just reported? Or is it you pretty confident on the accuracy of that? Uh, I'm confident on the accuracy, Great. probably. But I'm not confident about the terrible things I've uh, I've said that I want to do to people at Apple. <laughs> they'll be fine they're all right, all right. They, they can't they can't be they would be uh worried by a pair of cowboys like us mate <laughs> we're bad boys for life all right then we'll be back uh, on thursday uh, stay out of trouble enjoy the sunshine and um just keep cool keep cool guys it's hot out there suntan lotion this was a stakhanov production Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.